One crazy night at a terminal. A pianist escapes to oil rig work. A young wife gets sick. The hijinks of a Korean War medical unit. And a biopic of a controversial general. This time on the Oscar should have gone to 1970. And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to... And the Oscar goes to the winner is Patton. The rapey year. <laughs> hey, Greg. This, uh, this year. Greg, I'm an, I'm gonna say something. We were talking about before we press record. We're talking mm-hmm. about TikTok. We're talking yeah. about the good old days. We're talking about a lot of shit. Yeah. And I just want to say right off the bat that I think maybe this is the worst year for film that we have yet, that we have done. I... We'll talk about it more specifically, but just on a general note. And then I looked up some fun facts. Uh Uh-huh. Did you know that in 1970, a woman, a woman could not... A woman. A woman could not open a credit card without her husband's signature? You want me to blow your mind real quick? A woman that I did a play with in L.A. um, was selling property that I think she inherited in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In North Carolina, she had to have her husband sign off on the deed. Her husband, who was not her husband when she inherited the property, has never lived in North Carolina. Had to also sign off because she could not sign off herself. This is in 2019. <laughs> this is in 2019, yes. Wow. wow. Too bad Dorian missed North Carolina, am I right? Am I right? <laughs> Just wipe a lot. I'm sorry. Yeah. To listeners where that. Our good friend uh, Kelly Ewing from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I think even she might be like, yeah, we could lose it. Yeah. We could lose it. We could lose um, some of these places. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it wasn't a great time. No, and you know what else isn't now. Now, <laughs> I think it being like, let's go back to the days where like, ooh, there was room on the plane to sit down. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, but also there's a bomber on the plane. Yeah, and and there's no security to stop him. Yeah, and you know what? Abortion was illegal. She's gonna have to go to Switzerland. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it. There's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff. Um, yeah, we were talking about TikTok. I've Decided I'm going to become a TikTok star. I don't know about... I think it's a good way to draw an audience to the podcast. I feel like that... Because if there's one thing TikTok uh, viewers love, it's... Old movies? It's people talking about five easy pieces. (laughs) Here's my whole thing. Um, That's the saddest sentence you've ever said ever. I'm going to become a TikTok star. I'm going to leave this podcast. Listen, I feel like if you get like two viral TikToks, I could sign with William Morris. Yeah, probably. And let's be, let's, let's give that full name out there. Yeah. Um, What is TikTok compared to Vine again? It's just a repeating thing. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, it seems like it's more, I never did Vine really either. It seems like it's more meme based. Like it's more people being like, oh, someone did this and now, uh, all 800, like there's going to be 800 of the exact same video. Sure. Sure. Um, we have a guest. Yeah, let's bring that to this guest on because I feel like he's going to be better talking about Do you guys make all your guests just sit here and listen to you for a while? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's what podcasts do. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's pretty, I 
feel like it's pretty standard podcast fare that yeah. the guest has to sit awkwardly for <laughs> yeah. 90 You're seconds welcome. to 10 You're minutes. You're welcome. Yeah, welcome. You've been there's three by an listen, angel, girl. Listen, there's three different beers just like out. Yeah. We're doing a tasting, basically. Well, basically, I mean, we always... <laughs> I'm trying to pretend. We always like have we do like it. alcohol. Yeah, I'm trying to. Uh, but this feels a little different because usually, like, we'll open like a bottle of something. Yes. Whereas but, there's like three different bottles. Well, but Kurt is is as I said when he walked in, beer man McGee. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, um, is that another last name of yours? Well, you have so many last names. It's not, but Beerman is my middle name. <laughs> Beerman. Yeah, Beerman. Kurt Beerman Lawson Quinn. Quinn. <laughs> Lawson. Larson. Larson? Larson? <laughs> Isn't Lawson a supermarket? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in uh, Japan, where oh, I am yeah. going in a month that's and right. a half. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. And Kurt has been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kurt was just there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've been talking Yesterday? about it. Yeah, and the day before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Flew back. <laughs> quick trip. Oh, gosh. Did you fly TGA? No, I did not. Thank goodness. Yeah. Should we just jump? I don't know. They do just, a good job. Should we just jump right into it? They were Let's thorough. Because that's, that's what we'll talk about first. So, airport. That was a very intense movie. I was surprised at how uh, stressful it was. Yeah, it's a really stressful movie. Now, a couple episodes ago, we did The Tower and Inferno, mm-hmm. which these are very much from the same, Era. same world. Yes. Um, there probably is no Towering Inferno without airport. What year was Towering Inferno? 74. And there's no um, airplane. Without airport. I never knew that Airplane was a straight parody of <laughs> yeah. another movie. Yeah. I thought it was its own genius thing, and now I'm well, you know, there's even like more genius. three or four airport movies. There's like an Airport 75, there's an Airport 77. Really? Yeah. Really? Oh, this just did not know that. This is was just the Oscar-nominated episode. Solid question. How many of them is Helen Hayes in? Because I will watch anything that woman mm-hmm. does. She's a treasure. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. There's a reason why she has a theater named after her in New York. That's right. That's right. And this yeah. is, by the way, I looked it up. She won an Oscar for yeah. this. Mm-hmm. this was, that was her second Oscar, too. She for Best Supporting Actress. She laugh. Mm-hmm. She truly, I, there were times where I laughed. Like, just her facial expression when she's going to decide awesome. to go to Rome and ditch the dude. And she makes her that face of just like, oh, I'm sick. <laughs> I was like, you're amazing. This is amazing. Um, my favorite thing, I think, from the beginning of is... Trying to figure out what the tone of this movie is going to be. Yes. Because they showed the plane flying over the house very early on, and the house shakes like it's, mm-hmm. and it's goofy. Northridge, 1988, or whatever that was. Top 94. Well, not 94, top is that what it was? I think. Was OJ there? OJ did it. <laughs> OJ, OJ hmm. did Northridge. Um, and I was like, oh, so this is like a sort of a wild comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we learn everybody fucking at the airport. Everybody <laughs> fucks at the airport. It's 1970. Well, that's... The, we love, baby. 1970 yeah. is the year that the Mile High Club was founded. Oh. Oh. Was it founded in fact. by Dean Martin and Jack uh-huh. Lombard? Oh, yeah. <laughs> let, let me tell you something right Founding now. Founding members. Yeah. Dean Martin, as Maddie pointed out, and I think this is true, um, drunk the whole movie? Oh, the actor would, or the character? The, no, actor, the actor, for sure. for sure. The actor, for sure. There was a moment in the beginning when he's talking to his wife. Although and that's like, are also, your eyes open? Although, I'm not sure. I'm I not think sure. that's actually, like, was part of his thing, was that he always played like he was kind of drunk. Just so he there, could always be drunk? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but I think there's a story about, like, because he would always have a drink on stage, and people always thought it was, like, scotch, and it wasn't. Like, he, it was a non-alcoholic mm. drink, but his whole I thing feel was, like... like I'm the loose guy, I'm a little drunk, yeah. but he actually wasn't drinking. I feel sort of like could that, be he, memory, that became, he, he, it may have started off like that, yeah. and then it became real, yeah. because he is wasted for most of this movie. And yeah. by the way, 
Still, still got it. Old yeah. brown eyes. Old, I loved him. Old Dini. Yeah, he's funny. Burt Lancaster has Burt his Lancaster's hair is great. teased a bit. Did you know Lancaster? Um, I looked up some facts about this movie. Said this was. Um, let me get this right. The worst, movie worst piece of junk <laughs> I've ever made. Wow! Wow! Or no, the worst piece of junk I think ever made. Not that he's ever made. Whoa. Just period. It was okay. The worst piece of so junk. here's what I'll say. Because I and uh, here's what I'll say. I disagree. I as again. I think he's made way worse. <laughs> not true. Coming hot, hot off of Towering Inferno, uh-huh. which is not funny. Like yeah. there are there are this is like a batshit movie, but also like fun and funny. Well, I mean and this like, movie is very much just like a soap opera that's just condensed into just yeah. over two hours. Yeah, 100 percent like, It's a, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. It's a soap opera at an airport. And I and it kept my attention and there are some legit great performances mm-hmm. and some legit moments that like I when she slaps that old lady, it is legit yeah. very funny. Yeah. <laughs> and like there's parts of it that I really enjoyed and because I think because they don't rely unlike the Towering Inferno Mm -hmm. they don't rely so much on effects right like the only shots that I was like all right, is of the plane like coming out of the clouds yeah Yeah. clearly just like a model like plane like and going back down in but like everything else because it's pretty much just the set is in the airport or on the plane plane. like it I it doesn't look super cheap to me right and it and I was just like this is like a funny fun time disaster movie right yeah it's it's wild that it's nominated for best picture but seriously when you look at the other movies that came out that year I'm like you're not spoiled for choice. Is it that wild? Is it that yeah. wild? It is wild. And what's super wild is the overhead compartments in that movie oh, are yeah. just, they're exclusively for blankets. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and life vests. That's all that's up there. And there's like so much extra space. Mm-hmm. That guy could have brought as many bombs on the plane as he wanted. Yeah, he there was so much room. Yeah. I know. He probably Can didn't even imagine? have to pay for that. I mean, I'm going to fly economy to uh, Japan in a yeah. month and a half. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to get, you know. A tenth of the size. Is it um, is it straight Delta. there? It's what? Straight to Tokyo? Yeah, yeah. No, we're gonna take a pit stop in the middle of the fucking Pacific. I don't know. Maybe you have to like, maybe it's a bad flight and you have to go through like fucking Jakarta or something. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> no, I'm going straight to Haneda. Uh <laughs> We went to uh, Tokyo. Narita. You do Narita? We're gonna have to cut that part out. <laughs> Itadakimasu! Oh boy. I'm learning some Japanese. Oh, arigatou gozaimasu! Yeah, gozaimasu! How's it going? Arigatou gozaimasu! Watashi wa na... Watashi wa namae wa... Watashi wa namae wa... It's going really good. Great. I don't know what that means. I don't speak Japan. It means my name's Megan. Oh. Did you say I don't speak Japan? I don't speak Japan. That's... <laughs> yes, that is what I said. That's what their language is called, right? Just yeah, Japan? Japan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just like... I, listen, this was There's a also tough... another bad effect that you didn't mention. That happens very early in the movie where... They're in the control room, and it's clearly, like, two crew guys, like, shaking, like, potato oh. shavings from the <laughs> snow. Oh, yeah. yeah, the snow. I was no. like, oh, because yeah. I actually read about they weren't getting snow, and then later in the movie, like, it actually started snowing where they were shooting. It's like, it's pretty clear. Like, you can see when it's when, when snow at the beginning. When the, the, the when the plane is stuck in the snow, which, by the mm-hmm. way, I could talk about that for conservatively 40 minutes yeah it's definitely a pile of instant potatoes or something yeah. i was like li- i literally like saw like pe- salt and pepper flakes and i was yeah. like oh it's pre-seasoned <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah, that's great. Uh, there was like a giant pat of butter on <laughs> yeah. it yeah it was weird but why could delicious. they not just tow that plane out like you planes get towed well a only george kennedy could do that okay sorry yeah. you know the- george kennedy speaking of airport 
in all the airport movies. Mm -hmm. So I assume every single airport movie has some sort of thing where it's like, well, now it won't stop raining. <laughs> call him, call <laughs> him up. Call up George Kennedy, who's, whose wife is literally ready to go. So horny. <laughs> so all. that woman was so horny. She wants it, and that's all she wants. Yeah. But you saw the way that he chewed that... Um, He's like, I already sent the kids off with the mother-in-law. <laughs> you saw the way that he chewed that... that uh, Her face? No, his cigar. His cigar. Yeah. Which makes me think that, like... I don't know. You're thinking about... It might not be that great. You're thinking about... Oh, mm. I was going to say, you're thinking of, like, a Clinton-Monica situation? <sighs> like, that cigar's been pre-dipped? Gross. That is. I forgot that that was a... Dipped. You know what? That was a thing that... We, things are bad now, for yeah. sure. Like as Trump's a, like that's a culture works. we should have been more offended. But at but least Trump never had an affair. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um, Such a good point. Is Burt Lancaster's wife in this movie the worst actress that's ever appeared in a <laughs> film before? <laughs> she was. They were. I love that they were like. I felt bad for her. Yeah. I felt bad for that actress because they were like, listen. We're rooting for the blonde and, yeah. and the cowardly line. Well, I mean, I don't feel nearly. as... You're going to need to be a fucking bitch. <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't feel nearly as bad for her as I feel for Dean Martin's wife, who seems perfectly lovely. So nice! <laughs> what happens? She goes to the airport at the end and just watches him walk the, off the... The roughest that is thing tough. in the entire world. Yeah. Doesn't even look up and see her. Nope. I'm going to the... Yeah. I'm going to go to the hospital with her. Her eye got blown out. She should have been like, where's well, my you know white gloves, bitch? Do you know if the baby's still in there, though? <laughs> She's going to lose her job because they don't have unattractive uh, flight attendants. then, no. Mm -mm. I mean, how was he supposed to look up and see her? You're, you're getting mad at him for a thing he didn't know was there. That's, That's true. true. Like, it's not his fault. If he saw her, he might have, yeah. you don't know. He probably yeah. just shouldn't have fucked the flight attendants, like, from <laughs> yeah. the get-go. You know Maybe, what I mean? Yeah. It's like a chicken or the egg situation. I get that, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Can we talk about the one passenger on the plane that is, like, actually... Ex even more so than the guy who brought the bomb, solely responsible for the bomb getting blown up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's the guy who... Oh, grab him. Takes it. Yeah. From the... And then he goes... They almost have it, and yeah. then, like, he he's like, you can't take that man's property yes. so he can get oh, it back. Yeah. And then he goes, grab him, he's got a bomb. Yeah. And the guy so comes out of the bathroom. Yeah. I get him. Got, like, the guy's gonna be like, oh, yeah, okay. Okay, got it. I will have to say, when the bomb exploded... That was a pretty good surprise for me. It was a surprise. I did not think the bomb was going to No, I did not think yeah. so either. And I me was neither. so happy that it did. And it yeah. wasn't. Because we did get Chekhov's rudder there at the end. Because mm -hmm. I was like, I'm ready yeah. for the back half of this plane to it just fall Oh, because the, the, the crack in the ceiling was constantly. Set, like, to yeah. fall out yeah. Towering Inferno style. Yeah, that's kind mm -hmm. of. I will say the one thing about Towering Inferno that was that they were not afraid to kill a lot of like uh, the, the stars. Yeah. This, they were, you know, nobody dies except for Guerrero. Yeah. Um, there was uh, the weird. Spoiler alert. I thought the the comedy, like once we get to that point, was like very strange. Like when it's like, check out this nun, she's drinking too. Yeah. And the priest being the one, it's like, what are we doing here, guys? But you like, think, are we shifting to drama? But or as no? somebody that watches a lot of fucking disaster movies, yeah, it jived with like in 2019, it like jives with me. Like yeah. there are oh, yeah. always like you know like the wise cracking whatever and like mm -hmm. the sure. money like whatever yeah. the fuck. I would, in that way I was like yeah. This seems so much more um, modern than Towering Inferno, which took right. itself so seriously and was so stupid. This was like a. This was a not the premise. I didn't think was as stupid. I was like bomber on a plane, whatever they're, they're dealing with it, 
and and also like was was fun. They also yeah. were like we. It seemed like they knew what kind of movie they were making. I will say the word modern is maybe not the right. Not, okay. I had written down no. already. I was like. If they take out some of the sex stuff and the abortion thing, like this movie could have been made in 1940. Mm-hmm. And then um, the reviewer, Judith Christ, actually wrote, this is the best film of 1944. That was her review. <laughs> <laughs> they, I thought that, but I thought the stuff about talking about the abortion was actually fairly progressive. Yeah. They were all like, yeah, I mean. Gotta go to Sweden. Yeah, gotta yeah. go to Sweden. And then even when, even the co-pilot was like... Gotta go find Vera Drake. Yeah. Gotta get her to do this for you. Even the co-pilot, though, was like, yeah, the th- we first of all, seven kids. That's insane. Uh, and then he was like, four planned, three are mistakes. Wow. Or weren't planned or whatever. But he was never like, how could you even think about doing that? Right. He was like, no, the three that we had were great that were whatever. Mm. I don't yeah. know. I thought it was... It, I thought it was, you know... Not perfectly dealt with. The studio probably also made them put that in. They were like, you got to have a scene where, like, they try and convince them to keep the baby. Because we can't just think they're definitely having an abortion. So, like, can you give the co-pilot, like, three lines where we find out he's a Catholic with, like, seven kids? (laughs) But don't make him be judgy judgy. about it. Not judgy. No, no. He's just... It's not a Bible dumper. No, he's cool with whatever happens. He's just saying, these kids are great. Okay, he fucks. Um, The movie basically ends with... (laughs) Lancaster being like, I'm gonna go fuck my mistress. <laughs> yeah. I, he, but unlike Dean Martin, he held off until his wife basically came and was yeah. like, hey, here's the thing. We're gonna get a divorce. Yeah. I'll make it easy for you. You can see the kids. Yeah. And he was like, great, perfect. Cool, great, yeah. That was the easiest divorce. I'm gonna scene. stop this woman from going to San Francisco for a better job. Oh, She's yeah. gonna stay here in Kansas City? Where are they? I think it's outside of Chicago somewhere. Yeah. Go to San Fran, baby. In 1970? Um, could you imagine? What a party. Yeah. Do you think all those other control rooms got like one take a piece? Like when yeah. they were like, all right, so uh, you're going to have to, uh, all of the, even though this is an emergency and there's a bomb on board and the yeah. plane's falling apart, yeah, you're going to probably have to fly for another hour and 45 minutes before you can land anywhere. <laughs> Why would they not just land, like, as soon as the bomb's They're out? in like, the Midwest. You can't yeah. land on a cornfield or something? Anywhere. <laughs> Literally anywhere. It's all runways. The plane's coming apart. Put it down. I like. I really liked when the, the pilot went into, like, super sleuth mode. He's like, I'm going to go back there. Okay. I'm going to look at him. But I'm going to look at other people, too, <laughs> so he doesn't. And yeah. he, like, goes back and he says, like, hey, how's the flight going or something? Yeah. yeah. And then he just, like, stares at the guy for a solid, like, five seconds. <laughs> what? what luck. He's like, oh, yeah, he definitely has that, the bomb. That Helen Hayes yeah. is the one sitting next to him. God, she's super lucky. She Anybody else? That would have been an know. open seat. Yeah. She was fucking amazing. I just loved her so much. Also, I loved the nerd guy, the nerd on the plane who was like, um, I noticed oh. that Cassiopeia was on our left and now I can see the Pleiades or whatever the That was the so fuck. good when he came back there and just spoke gibberish to the kid and made uh, him feel like a dum-dum. Yeah, and then the dad goes, well, what does that mean? He goes, I'll explain it to you later. I'll tell you later, dad. I was like, yes! <laughs> this is funny! That's legit yeah, funny! Good, queen! Work! <laughs> <laughs> I just think it was, I just think in a year, this was a doing the homework is as you know, Craig. For mm-hmm. me, is yeah. always tough. Yeah, I don't like homework. Yeah. I don't like homework. Yeah. Um, and doing the homework this year was particularly. Do you mean watching the movies? Yes, that's, that's the what homework. she means about okay. the homework. Yeah. Okay. That was hard, um, but but watching airport was not hard at all. Yeah, I I was engaged the whole time for yeah. sure. Yeah. Like I thought it was a great movie. Yeah, I enjoyed it's it. It's like a ice cream sundae, but it was made with like. Like three dollar ice cream and like yeah, it's thrifty. It is yeah. literally people thrifty. like love thrifty ice cream. And yeah. whenever I have like it, I'm Rite like, Aid ice cream. This is fun. 
like no. it's very it this was three dollars this, this is definitely ice cream and it's definitely yeah. ice cream and it, and it and it cools you off and yeah. it's a sweet treat do we do we have a runtime for that movie I think two hours like 15, 15 minutes yeah okay too long takes them about an hour for that fucking plane to take off yeah i want to keep track of that that's important to me 215 for yeah, that one. 215 okay um, keep talking I'm, i gotta grab my um that's notes yeah um, do you have anything else you want to say about airport? <clears throat> you don't have to. But if you want to, mm-hmm. you can, before we move on. No, I generally really liked it. Good. Yeah, I think it might have been my favorite of the ones we watched. Well, well let's not get to that yet. Sorry. Spoilers. In ways. There, yeah. there are things I really enjoyed sure. about the other ones. Yeah. Um, so the next nominee is Five Easy Pieces. Five mm-hmm. Easy Pieces, which took me a long time to realize what that was referring was to. Was this mm-hmm. uh, Jack Nick's breakout role? Um, it might have been his like well, Easy Rider, but it was like the same. That was a s- Easy only Rider a year like apart, three year, a couple years before. Okay, yeah. um, so that's like his breakout. Was Easy but. Rider though a pretty mainstream movie at the time? Well, it was super independent, but I think it was on the. It got on a lot of people. People knew about it. Yeah, yeah. But I think I, I this probably is his first, maybe his first nomination. That scene when he's in uh, the diner and just wants what he That's knows. amazing. That's and then an he redoes that scene, scene in uh, as good as it gets, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. So freaking. He's he's a talented actor, that yeah. guy. Yeah, he turns he's going out, places. Turns out he knows. Although he really has made a niche for himself, particularly in the seventies, and I guess later. Playing a fucking asshole? Yeah. Like, is every one of his roles just like, yeah, you're a fucking asshole, but still a leading man. Right. Like, it's funny. I can't think of another actor, an and example of another actor, of, of, yeah, somebody that's like, everything he does, you're like, what a piece of shit this dude is. Yeah. And then he's I'm actually, still, I'm sitting here racking my brain trying to think of a role he's played where he's not an asshole. And I'm, I'll be honest, I'm having difficulty. I Didn't he know. play the snowman in Frozen? You're thinking of Josh Gad. Yeah. Sorry. So yeah. close. That's Josh Gad. They are yeah. so close. Yeah. Um, about Schmidt, and then he was just really sad. I guess yeah, he, he was, was a, sad in About Schmidt. He was a sad dick, He does, though. like, get in a fight yeah, he with was Lynn kind of a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's just kind of always a, is, is a dick. I'll tell you, though, he's... There is, a, like, an undeniable sex appeal. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that, a little bit. That's great. That's hopeful. That gives a lot of people hope. Oh, yeah? Does that make you feel... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One day, Kurt, you'll grow into it. <laughs> I could be a. I like the scene where he's just being like a fucking asshole to his girlfriend because she can't bowl. Mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It actually reminded me. We used to. My wife and I used to bowl a lot. And one time we were at the bowling alley, and there was this guy, and they were clearly like on a. It was like an early date, like they were probably on like their fourth or fifth date or something. And he was explaining to her like how to bowl properly. And then he got up and bowled a one total. Oh, I love And then she got a spare. And I was like, you fucking asshole. <laughs> what a fucking guy. What a fucking You Jack Nicholson. Hey, you, you Jack Nicholson. What a Jack Nicholson that yeah. guy is. Except, you know, I assume less sexy. Also, uh, Lois Smith is like a dream for me. I love I love the grandma mm-hmm. from Twister. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Or the grandma from True Blood or... Mm-hmm. Yeah, the grandma from True Blood, whatever. Poor Rayette. She's great. Um... Nothing happens that's in this his, movie. That's his girlfriend? Yes. On and off? Yeah. She was very funny. Yeah. She was great. I loved her. Yeah. Um, nothing happens. Sort of like, I mean, again, I, this was this is like another through line for the rest, for the, all the rest of these movies. For the first, like, hour, nothing happens. Mm-hmm. 
nothing happens in this movie. And to, like, and and I and I say this as somebody that like. I don't need stuff to happen in a movie. Like, a, like I love a character study. I love movies that are about, like, nothing. Um, Inside Lewin Davis is, like, one of my favorite movies ever. And that's, like, almost nothing happens in that movie. Um, but, or it happens, like, off screen. Right. But I don't, I don't know, as much as we just talked for, like, five minutes about Jack Nicholson being super good and super charming even though he's an asshole and he's the you know he, whatever as a protagonist and he is the star or whatever I just don't know that his story or that his character is captivating enough yeah I don't to, find that movie super compelling it's not yeah it's not and it's oh, and really? it, it's not I just don't think he's interesting enough to carry almost two hours of like pretty much nothing happens oh mm-hmm. I didn't feel that way I was super engaged the whole time. I don't know. Um, He's just a super interesting guy to watch. Uh, Mm -hmm. He's... um, (laughs) See you, Kurt. Thank you so much. Sure, okay, well. Super nice. Um, so really shame that we the, wasted the good beer on you. This yeah, yeah, is, yeah. Like, yeah. This is pretty tough. Yeah, in retrospect, there is like a uh, I don't know if this is true for every film of the era, but there's a big old theme through pretty much all these movies of like rebelling against the stuffy older generation. Oh yeah. Mm. And mm. and we'll talk about this later, but Mash takes that a little too far. Right. Well, it's like what this is this like one. middle of the this is like when the Vietnam War was getting real bad. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, people are pissed. <laughs> people are like mad, bro. Um, I liked that dimple scene. Which one? When she, when it's him and he's with those two girls that he like meets oh, at yeah. the bowling alley. Bowling alley. And she's talking about how like talking about dimples and how if God like when he's making you he likes you like pinches your cheeks <laughs> and that's why you have those dimples. That's cute. And but then she has like a chin dimple and it's because God went go away. <laughs> 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 she talks about how like her mother like would say that to her. I mean, I'm sure it like caused like a lot of issues when they're young, but I was like, that's great. It's pretty funny. It's <laughs> pretty funny. Again, I'm gonna tell them that, especially if they have fucking Jen Dimple. Go away. Um, Fanny Flag is in this movie. Who's that? Um, Fanny Flag who wrote Fried Green Tomatoes. Oh my god, oh. she wrote Fried Green Tomatoes. Uh-huh. And she plays Stony. Oh my god. The friend. Tawanda. <laughs> Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, talk about ghosting at the end. Am I right? Yeah. What a dick move. Yeah, what a what a horrible huh. thing to do to a person that just loves you. Yeah. Although I will say, I started out feeling very, very bad for Rayette, and then towards the end of the movie, I was like, Yeah, Bobby is <laughs> fucking stuck in this. Like yeah. she sucks. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, and she should. <laughs> and but he's she, terrible to her. Yes. But also, I was like, and I sort of get it. Like. She should have picked. She needs to. She needs to do that thing uh, where you pick up on social cues. Yeah. Where you pick up mm-hmm. on the cues around you of like, you know what? Maybe you know what he, she needs to do is watch the Drew Barrymore movie. He's just not that into you. Mm. To realize that like he might not be that into her. I just didn't like. I just didn't. I didn't. It's not that I didn't like this movie. There were a few scenes and a few moments that were. Good and Jack Nicholson is great as always. Yeah. Um, I know some people are like, "Who's his best performance?" I would strongly disagree. Right. Um, uh, I would point you towards Chinatown at the very least. Yeah. Um, but I just didn't. I just in the end, it left me a little 
it left me a little hollow because I didn't care enough about him. And that's all, that's no, all that, I have that to say. I feel like looking at it from the outside, I can understand why this is like a well-respected movie, but it just doesn't do it for me. Yeah. It's kind of how I, where I fall on it. Yeah, I think that's fair. And I feel like a character study, like we talked about this a lot when we did 1971, talking about like, like half the movies that, like some of the movies that year feel very much like old Hollywood and a lot of the movies feel like this is like where film's going and why the 70s like is held up as this like bastion. And this also feels like Five Easy Pieces feels like something that's leading towards what we're going to see later in the 70s, whereas Airport is much more stuck in. We have, you know, eight stars and each of them need to have like their moment. And this is more about like having an audience be into a movie and into a story for two hours and five easy pieces is much more a character study and yeah maybe that's why it's interesting to think about maybe that's why i think this year overall and i think we kind of all maybe you think maybe i think maybe you're like this kurt that this is a weaker year Uh because it is a weird transition of like i don't know that they know i don't know that it's a weird transition between the 60s and the 70s. It is I, a strange lineup. It is. Yeah. And I wonder if we looked at, like, well, a good example is, like, uh, the year, the Amadeus was, like, what, 81 or something? 84. 80, oh, that was too mm. late. I was just thinking, like, maybe if we looked at 80 or 1980 or 1990 well, 80, or whatever. 81 and, is actually, or 80, is it 81? The 81, I think, is, well, that's, uh, 82, I think, is, like, kind of good because it shows, like, it's got stuff like Missing, which feels sort of like more yeah. 70s-ish. Yes. And then it also, like Gandhi won Best Picture that yeah. year. Which is kind of, 80s becomes very like historical, so historical epic like, drama. Yeah. It's just interesting to see how the it, it shifts from decade to decade. Yeah. It, not that it needs to necessarily come in, you know, right. decade form. But it does seem like it... It does. It does that. And this year is so indicative to me of just like, I don't know that anybody knew where film was at. I think yeah. they, maybe at this point, filmmakers had stopped being inspired by, like, the um, William Holden, or w- not the William Holden, that's the, what's the director? Billy Wilder yeah. and William Wyler or whatever. Yeah. They'd stop being, they'd stop, be, they're not inspired by them anymore, but right. they have not yet, we've not yet been introduced to a Martin Scorsese. Scorsese or Spielberg yeah. or, hmm. yeah, yeah, the guys that kind it's of. It's a weird, it's a weird no man's land yeah. where everybody's kind of just trying to figure out what's coming next. Yeah. Which is interesting to watch, like, for about an hour for each of these. Right. And then once you get a feel for all of these, it's so... We're going to get into that for the next movie, but it, it is. It yeah. feels... It becomes tedious. I which was, is why Airport was a breath of fresh, because I was right. like, oof, Lisa Baum's going to go off yeah. on this. I will say the next movie, I feel like, does not even work for an hour, and that movie is Love Story. <laughs> oh, wait, so what was the runtime on... It's like an hour, it's under two hours, five easy pieces. Yeah. Okay. Both it's like of an these hour, are yeah. under two It's hours. an hour 45, under I two. think. Yeah. yeah. Okay, under two yeah. hours. Uh, I think it's about an hour 45. Now, Love Story is like an hour and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that didn't work for you? The movie does not work for me at all. Huh. I actually think both of the lead roles are so cloying and... Um, I can see what Ali McGraw is trying to do and what they're trying to do with her. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work for me at all. Mm-hmm. What do you think and they're trying to do with her? I mean, she's supposed to just be like manic, manic pixie dream girl before that really existed, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't super work. And then huh. 
Ryan O'Neill is not good at acting. <laughs> no, I think he is bad. Yeah, because um, we talked about this when we did Barry Lyndon. Oh that it's like, why do they cast? And I had never seen Love Story before, and I was like, well, they clearly cast him in Barry Lyndon because he was a huge star after Love Story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I watched this, and I was like, oh, but he sucks in this movie, too. He's not mm-hmm. good at acting. I definitely uh, shed tears. Really? Yeah. Wow. No. I mean, I definitely was not compelled by his performance, <laughs> and her performance was confusing. Yeah. But just listening and watching the story itself yeah. definitely moved me to um, I love that leak like, a bit. they're fun, like, back and forth, and this is such, like, a... 1970 like male female like I mean not that it wouldn't be now but in particular then that like when she's like trying to like get on him she's like preppy mm. and then she's yeah. like he's like you conceded Radcliffe bitch <laughs> <laughs> it's like whoa those aren't uh, those are not equal things. oh geez those aren't both terms of uh, affection like that's not negging in the same way you yeah. guys um so 90% of my thoughts on this movie are about this is going to shock you, her wardrobe. Okay. Um, so I would like to list my four favorite things that she wears. Mm-hmm. Is this, um, sorry, did you actually like them? Or no, I'm like, you legitimately, okay. I loved everything yeah. she wore so hardcore. Good, that's how I felt too. That is my dream aesthetic, that split part in the middle, very like natural, freckled makeup, you know, no makeup, freckles. The trench coat that she wears in the beginning, the like, winter trench coat with a popped up collar, mm-hmm. like literal perfection. Um, the red dress that she wears to meet his parents for the first time, uh-huh. whatever, after the car, amazing. Truly looked online to see if I could find a replica. Um, the little wedding skirt suit, she wore like a little, oh, yeah. for the wedding, it was like a yeah. little suit, like yeah. she, with the flowers in her hair, she looked king amazing. And then she also, red looks so good on her, she wore like a red jumpsuit when she went with her with Brian O'Neill to see her dad, who also was great. Um, So that was my takeaway. My Mm -hmm. major takeaway from this movie, I did not cry, Uh was I loved all her clothes, and also Oliver went to Exeter. Mm. That's what I... I actually have this written down. I said, Megan, what would your relationship have been with Oliver at Exeter? Did you go to Exeter? I did. Um, I would have been very much in love with him, Uh and he would have had... (laughs) I want to say... I want to say no interest, but he would have asked for my help. With, like, a paper or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he would have called you a bitch or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would have been like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys think that means that he likes me? I feel, like, I feel like if you and Oliver met now, like, you would really be able to, like, keep up with, like, the nagging thing. With oh, him. 100%. But it feels like high school Megan would have just been like, you're right, I am a bitch. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so we know from the beginning of this movie, like, first scene, he's all sad by the uh, skating rink. He's like, he's right. like, well, how, what do I say about a girl who dies in yeah. this movie yes. that you're yeah. about to watch? Yeah. And then... So we know from the top. Which, we, yeah. So we're always kind of trying to guess how she dies. And then he's, yeah. like, flying around everywhere in this ancient car that's on the <laughs> wrong side of the road. And the whole time you're like, oh... Oh, well, okay. So they're going to drive off a cliff. Why is yeah. why is that steering wheel on the he's wrong def- side? Because def- they're, they're, they're rich as shit. He's definitely like a Maddie Broderick character. Oh, don't. That's dark. They're going to come <laughs> after us. It's uh, because they're rich, and so he has an English car, and so he can afford. He's okay. very very fancy. Okay. So the whole time I'm like, oh, she's going to die because of a car crash, but then nope. 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 It's just cancer. Is it cancer? Whatever. Yeah, cancer, we, they yeah. never really spell it out, though, yeah. do they? Yeah. But I do know they that. They don't, but it has. I think it's like leukemia. As I said, he. The doctor tells Ryan O'Neill, by the way, and not her. Before her. Yeah. Way before her. No, she. They don't even plan on telling. She I think was she like, I knew something was wrong, <laughs> and I went and like pressed, like, yeah. like pressed him on it. Yeah. 
Uh, um, it's although worth, I'm not yeah, sure why she, how she knew something was wrong because it doesn't ever seem like she has any malady no, until she's in the hospital. Not not at all. And even then, yeah. she just looks a little pale and it's like it's no. basically she. They both go to the doctor because she can't get pregnant, and I guess we're supposed to believe she can't get pregnant because she's dying of cancer. Yeah, that's not <laughs> which I don't think is a medical thing. Reason to not to um, have yeah no that's not how that works. Yes, um, it depends. It's been said before. I'm not being original, but um, in my experience. Um, Love means having to say you're sorry even when you are, in fact, not sorry. Like, it's surprising. Oh. That, like, <laughs> there was, is like, yeah. love, love means, means never having never to, say, have you're to say you're sorry. Like, that's the most, that's that's wrong. That's the most wrong yeah. thing. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't want, I want to know, uh, the, so this is a book, whatever, right? And yes. The and guy, like a real hit book. Real hit book. Yeah. Just the guy, I just want to know what that guy, I want to be in the room. Where it happens. Yeah. Where that guy just comes up with like reason. Click boom. <gasps> you never have to say yourself. You never have to say yourself. And his poor fucking wife, if he has a wife or husband or whoever the fuck he. Yeah. There's some sad soul that yeah. he roped into being yeah. with him. You fucking asshole. Yeah. You, d- you don't ever say you're sorry. Yeah. You have to say you're sorry all the time. Oh, that's yeah. marriage. That's, I say that's what I'm it is. sorry constantly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you always say it. But I yeah. say it. You hit me in the face. I love you, though. I love, but I love you, but I love you, so I don't have to say yeah. that I'm sorry. How many sorry. secret families do you have? Listen. Listen. Do you remember what love means? Yeah, it, I'd apologize. Let me spell it out for you again. <laughs> Sit down. We're watching Love Story. Uh, I do appreciate when uh, actors can do their own stuff. He's He clearly was a hockey player. Yes. Yeah, he is I a thought good that was athlete. neat. I always think that's neat when that I'm not kidding you. He does he does look and act like everybody that I went to high school with. Yes. And yeah. Oh, I mean, you're really from much, that place. He very yeah. much seems like an Exeter guy. Yeah. I mm. really I really am. Um, but I'm like the Ally McGraw, but like a way less well dressed. <laughs> uh. <laughs> like I was like a townie. Yeah. I was like the poor kid. Hey, how about mm. Tommy Lee Jones? Oh yeah. Tommy Lee Jones is in this. He's a bro, a, total bro in there. Just a total bro looking mm-hmm. the exact same as he looks now. Yeah. I'm 50 opening, years ago. I'm the opening. Man has always oh yeah, he looks literally exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. It looked like he was looking already looking for the man with one arm. Yeah. The one arm? No, not and him. Like the other roommate comes by. was looking for the man with one arm. The he roommate comes for. by and he's and like, you know what? I'll tell you something. I don't care. Yeah, that's what. Well, that's what he said to the roommate. When yeah. He's like, can I come I in? Care. Because you know, like he's like fucking this new girl, and he's like, I don't, I don't care. care. I have to study for my yeah. trigonometry quiz. I I don't know. I can't <laughs> say that I wouldn't have cried had the. I mean, listen, I would have cried if anything had happened to those cute, cute outfits. If I was her, if I like will, a, I'd be like, bury like a, me in this red if dress. If there was like a closet fire, you yeah, would, then there I would have, have been tears. Yeah, 100% would have cried. Um, I almost cried when she would, did not go to Paris. I yeah. was like, you selfish fucking prick to be like, don't go to Paris. Fuck you. Marry me. Yeah, what an Marry asshole. me. Don't go. Yeah, I hate him. I, I wrote, if she doesn't go to Paris, I'll kill him. Um, yeah, that's fucked. That's yeah. fucked. But I don't, so I didn't. I, maybe I'm just looking at it through more modern lens, or maybe I was watching it uh, at 200 cells. Well, also, and I mean, the movie was highlighting that that's a shitty thing. Yeah. Yes. It's not that it wasn't true. a shitty thing then. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. Um, it was. It, it, their relationship was in, a, in again in a weird way. I mean, he used to call her a bitch a lot. Which, listen, that's what my husband says to me all the time. Uh, Benny, so Benny that's says, love. He doesn't say he's sorry. But he doesn't say he's sorry because that's because it's love. Honestly, that's love. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I just didn't. 
it didn't take the time to get there. They, although I, although at this, on the flip side of that, I appreciated that they didn't spend a lot of time on the like courtship. Right there, you the first scene is them hassling each other. Yeah, yeah. And then she goads him into taking her out to coffee, and then that's that. He does lie to her immediately. Yeah, he says I'm not rich. I'm not rich. And it turns out he's very, very rich. Not only, yeah. And I actually want to talk about this because he might have meant that he's not rich. I, I His dad's rich. I understand yeah. that he's like rebelling against like this. The way he treats his father and parents is insane. Feels crazy to me because what did they what did they do to him? Yeah. Like we don't see them treat him poorly in the movie. Like Well, they don't give the dad's they, like, "Oh, I think you should go to law school." Yeah. Like and then he's like, he's like oh, maybe hockey isn't the correct fuck choice. You. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, man. And he's good at school. It's not like he's like, "I want to be a hockey player." He was third in his class. Yeah. And yeah. He always did well at Exeter. That's yeah. what his mother says. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing: I, he, 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 he assumes his dad's reaction or his parents' reaction to Ally McGraw will be like, "Oh, she's not rich." Whatever. Right. Um, which, by the way, so Americans like to pretend that we live in the society where it's like it's a meritocracy, yeah, as opposed to like England where it's so so much like title and, and new money and old money yeah. and land stuff. And I'm like, yeah, you've, we are in the exact same the position. Same shit. Yeah. Same shit here too. Yeah. Um, but, uh, as somebody, again, coming from that world, but he doesn't give his parents a chance to like prove him wrong. He just comes at it. And then eventually he, they, he is proven right when his dad's like, I don't know if she's for you or whatever the fuck, but like he, yeah, to come at it so hard. (laughs) So like from that perspective, so early on feels crazy to me. Yeah. And also, like, I guess we're supposed to think his dad's, like, a bad guy because when he goes and asks for money, like, his dad assumes he, like, knocked up some other woman. He's totally willing to pay for, like, an abortion. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, if you say your wife has cancer, he probably would pay for that, too. And that's why he shows up in the end, yeah. He won't tell him. Yeah, and then he comes at the end and he made calls and found out. He figured it out just just like she figured out that she was sick. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Totally makes sense. Yeah. He was just like, hey, I know this woman's name. Can you give me her diagnosis? Are you a man? Are you a man? Yes. Of means? (laughs) Oh, well then. A white man? Yeah, of course. (laughs) Whatever name you want. Yeah. Tell you what, I'll just, I I can just give you every woman between. Type, 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 type. Oh, she's fucked, bro. (laughs) 22 and 30. I'll just give you, I'm just going to run it down for you. Oh my God. Are you a woman? What's the runtime on this movie? It was like an hour and a half. It's I also wrote, okay, this is my wedding all over again. No God. Remember when she's... No God? There's no God. Uh, my in-laws said that my wedding link didn't count because... Oh, because um, right. you didn't... And that was, God. as the person who officiated Megan's wedding, that was like the one thing. The other she thing they said no that... religion. Yeah, no mm. religion. They were so mad. Um, they were, yeah, they, they treated it a little differently than Ali McGrath, McGraw's dad did. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a bitch move. They also Poor thought, Phil. they also thought that. <laughs> Poor Phil, A, Poor because Phil. he's the only good actor in this entire movie. Who? Yeah. Ali McGraw's dad, I think, uh, is, is actually great. legitimately like, oh, you're good. You're good yeah. at the performance. He did a good job. Like, you're yeah, working Ali McGraw comes fucking, in way hot. You're, come, you're working with a bunch of brick walls and you're managing to make it work. Did I tell you that the other, you were there. Nominated. He was nominated. Were you, oh, was he? Mm-hmm. Were you there when he, when they were also asking the night before, so they found out that Craig was marrying us the night before our wedding. Yeah. Your parents? No. My um, parents knew. But who found out? Maddie's uh, parents. Maddie's parents. Okay. To be fair, they never asked. Right. Um, but then when they found out, they were like, is this some Scientology thing? Oh. <laughs> wow. I don't even think I'd ever heard that. Do you not know that? The Scientology. Are you though? Are you? Yes. A Scientology thing? Yeah. To be fair, it was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they would have figured out the next day when we had e-readers, like, 
as you walked in. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but and our uh, we, our registry was just money. <laughs> I should money, tell you guys, money, before money. we get too deep in this, I am a Scientiatrist. Yeah. Wow. But you have to like you have to have a medical I had to go to school for it, for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can prescribe medication, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 I, I practice Scientiatry. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway. We sh- let's move on. Yeah. We don't wanna, I do don't not, truly, anybody. I do not want David Miscavige. Mis- 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 Miscavige? Miscavige. You don't want to get shelled. Don't after me. I don't want to get shelled. Um... <laughs> Love story. Don't jelly me. Um, it's not. I understand. Listen, my mother loved this movie so much. Right. And I this get was the, this was the biggest hit of 1970. Yeah. And I get why. Oh, I get why she it was would. A big hit for sure. Yeah. I 100 percent get why it was a hit. Mm-hmm. I get why. And my I'm, and my mother like loved like wanted to be Ally McGraw and yeah. Ryan O'Neal is hot, hot, hot. Ally McGraw yeah. is hot, hot, hot. Yeah. yeah hot, hot, hot. Famous asshole, yeah. Ryan O'Neal. Yeah. Buster Blunt. Um. And so I get that. I just think that like there's again. In the same way that I'm like, there we got better at disaster movies, and we got better at this, we got better at that, yeah. we got better at tragic love stories. What do you think right. is the like the the better version of this? Of a tragic love story? Honestly, yeah. You like know where what? did it end up? Uh, honestly, like I would, like I would say like Sweet November, that mm. movie with uh, like Keanu Reeves and Charlize Theron. That Theron's. I've never seen, but I did see Five Feet Apart, which came out this yeah. year. Um, I cried in that movie. I didn't cry in this movie. The only time that I got close to crying actually was not when she died. It's when they're on their date and she's like, "Can we go?" And he goes, "Where?" And she goes to the hospital. I was oh, like, yeah. "Fuck, that's when I, I was cried like, that was sure. actually that was like the one of the better scenes in the movie." And Wait, then there's you know, that long walk too? across the snow. Yeah, and, and she's and, just a little yeah, feeble. She's yeah, she's a little an affair to remember. Amazing movie. Mm-hmm. The, I'm talking about that was a remake, right? So we had already had. No, I like the Deborah Carr version. Right, the OG one. So that was before. So now to to, to take a half a step back, then I mean, terms of endearment is terms sort of, of the endear- ultimate. Oh, it's terms a little of different endearment. because it's a love story between a mother and a. And daughter. what about five easy pieces? Because you were saying that you it wasn't quite sure what it was. Where do you suppose that ended up for you? I mean, I think um, inside the uh, Davis. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's where that that's mm-hmm. where that went. Yeah, I agree with that hundred yeah. percent. He's also an asshole. Yeah. That in that movie, Oscar Isaac is. Yeah. But you, you the. But I think he's even, a more interesting. I mean, you could even say like a movie like Lenny. Yeah, totally. Well, a and couple also, years later, which is about a real person, so it's a little different. Yeah. But it's like this guy who's kind of like an asshole, but not to it's go, really a character study on that person. Yeah, not to go back to to five easy pieces, but I think something that was so great about what like inside inside Lewin Davis did, as opposed to five easy pieces, is I had a real sense of. Spoiler alert! It's not really a spoiler alert for Inside Lewin Davis. Is it opens with his his like best friend and partner and writing partner has killed himself. Right. And so like the rest of the like his actions and the rest of the movie are sort of like are colored by that. Mm-hmm. Um, and his like and his failure that is imminent. And I think with Five Easy Pieces, what's a, what's tough for me is especially until he gets back home. And even then, I don't. There's no real explanation. Given why you don't have that flagpole to yes, latch on to, to latch on to yeah. be like, oh, this happened to him, or and it doesn't even have to be a one thing, like a like an actual event. Like I don't know what the progression is. He just decided to be like, fuck it, I'm gonna go work on an oil rig, right? And that seems also very 70s to me, very like and, and very late 60s of like like I'm gonna shed all the and yeah. I get so I get that it's a part of its. Uh, uh, from its time but for me from my experience it's hard for me to to understand that and to see mm-hmm. and to look back because I feel like there needs to be in, in my world 
there needs to be a reason for why are you going to leave your family who yeah. you seem to love right. ostensibly and get along with pretty well. And they seem like decent, unlike even unlike Ryan O'Neill's parents who or dad who turns out to be kind of shitty. Yeah. Like they seem like nice people. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's all on him. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely his idea. Yeah. And process. I don't think I don't and I'm not saying like you can't decide to to change your life in that way and decide that that, that structural you know, that life is not for him. He can he can make that decision, but I I'd like there to be a reason, yeah, or at least to address yeah. the no reason for yeah. it. Yep. Whereas, what are we talking about right now? Love story. Yeah. It doesn't. It's not. There's not enough in it to fill. Yeah. Um, Although it went it I it went by like. I mean, it's an hour and a half. It was yeah. an hour and a half. Yeah. Great. Perfect amount of time for a movie. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really drag. No. Because of the clothes. Right. Because She's of that. always wearing something The only thing awesome. that drags in that movie is the trench coat, right? Count it. Good one. Yeah, Count thank that. Um, let's move on to MASH. That's a fucked up movie. <laughs> <laughs> it is weird watching MASH because um, coming into this, I was like, oh, MASH is going to be my favorite of these. Everybody oh, loves wow. MASH. Because I've seen it. I've seen it before. It's been a long and time. And what they meant was everybody loves the television show MASH. Well, I would also say there's some good stuff, I think, in the movie. Because I think both Donald Sutherland and Elliot Gould are great in the movie. But their characters are 100% unlikable. They're terrible yeah. human beings. Oh, sure. I hated this whole movie. Oh, interesting. And I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what's what. I didn't laugh, like, once. No, like every me neither. Airport was so much funnier to me. There were so many more funny moments in Airport. There were funnier moments in Five Easy Pieces. There were funnier moments in Love Story. I don't know if, like, the... Because there's like these crazy, like they're rebelling against the stuffy, again, there's like this mm -hmm. through line of rebellion. They're mm -hmm. rebelling against the stuffy army and they're doing their wacky right. animal house hijinks stuff. Yeah. But they're, like their friend is questioning his sexuality. Uh -huh. He says, I'm going to kill himself. They're like, great, we're yeah. going to help you out. And he, you Donald can't be Sutherland, gay. he makes right. his girlfriend sleep with him and then he's not gay anymore. Yeah. So what did the audience at the time think of that? Was that, that a big old funny joke or was that yeah. like? Well, I do think the up and... Not that part, because that part is very fucked up. I do. Th I actually think the suicide scene is funny, the fake suicide scene, where yeah. the guy thinks he's just going to take a pill and it's going to kill him. That's what I'm talking about. No, I know. No, I'm talking about, like, that part I actually like. Like, I think it's funny that they're like, oh, you want to kill yourself? Oh, okay. yes, that aspect of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, but the we're going to have... Your girlfriend going, or this random. You're leaving nurse anyway. Going just in. go have sex with him. It's yeah. nothing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, the way they treat women in this movie is awful. This is where I want to talk real briefly about yeah. the new Dave Chappelle special. Have you seen it? No. Yes, I had a lot of uh, mixed feelings about that. Me too. A lot of mixed feelings. And okay, without giving too much away, I'm curious your thoughts on this. So it's like very, what's the word? Controversial, I guess. Yeah. This new Dave Chappelle special on Netflix, Sticks and Stones. I recommend you watch it because it's interesting. I actually didn't finish it. And I, I don't find myself, I don't think of myself as like a particularly um, tr like uh, triggered by things. Right. Like I don't, I, I, honestly, I think you are more of like the socially conscious person, mm -hmm. saving cats and whatnot. Right. right? But I'm a, I'm, a, I'm practically a screenwriting book, right? Yeah. Save the cat. Save the cat, baby. <laughs> um, but I guess my issue with the Dave Chappelle thing that there were some things that I laughed at for, but for a lot of it, it, it didn't, I can forgive a lot of stuff, I guess. Yeah. If it's funny. Right. And it makes me laugh. Yeah. 
And my issue with the Dave Chappelle thing is a little bit the same as my issue with the MASH, my big issue with MASH, right. which is I just didn't laugh. Sure. The stuff that was meant to be funny yeah. wasn't funny to me. Yeah. So when you piled this weird sex, like like uh, this weird stupid patriarchy and like uh, like harassment shit yeah. and like an anti-gay, anti-women shit on top of it, I was just like, Bleh. I wasn't even offended. I just was like, I'm over this because it's also not funny. For me, the weird thing about it is that, so it's actually sort of similar to what we were talking about with Love Story for me. I see why they don't like Burns. Like Duvall's character. Yeah. Like, at least they give us that one moment where he treats that exactly. fucking guy, Bud Court, like when they, really poorly yeah. um, and basically blames him for someone's death. Yes. So, like, we can be against him. Yeah. So we can be like, oh, I'm glad that Elliot Gould punched him in the face. Yeah. Because otherwise, she never gets that chance. But Hot Lips, all we see from her, basically, she's just a foil. Is she's just like, Coming in and trying to do her job yeah. correctly. Yeah. Yeah. And be She's like, military. You need to do this. Like, stop goofing off. Yeah. So what they do is expose her naked body to the entire yeah. company. Like, and record her having, having consensual sex. sex with someone so everyone can hear. Like, yeah. they treat her terribly for no reason. Like, yeah. we don't see any... Like, just put in a scene of her being awful, and it's still going to be awkward 50 years later watching and being like... I mean, yeah. especially with, like, military rape scandals and yeah. stuff like that for us to be like, oh, that's that's not funny. But at least it's like, well, maybe she deserved it because she's off. But she's not in the movie. Yeah. There's no reason. It's and again, fun. all of this would be okay if it was really funny. Right. But it's not really funny. Like, there's some things that's like, oh, I get what they're doing there, but I'm not laughing. It's How did not you feel funny. about Spear Chucker Jones? Jesus not Christ. <laughs> That's also the part, honestly, Tough. one of, aside from a lot of the PC stuff that just doesn't work in the movie, which if we go back any further yeah. than this, like we're, even in the 70s, we've went, run into it a, a lot. ton. Yeah. Um, but. Oh, Ryan O'Neill in Love Story calls the other team, somebody, a guy, a couple guys on the other team, the Dartmouth team, yeah. the F word. Yeah. And he's the hero of that movie, so. Yeah. Um. But that part also, one of the things that works for me the least as a movie is that's when it's like, oh, that's why this they decided this would be a great TV show. Because once you get into the football thing, it just seems like an episode of a television show. It has yeah. nothing to do with anything we've seen before. It seems like, oh, here's like a 14-minute segment of a movie because we needed the movie to be two hours long and we couldn't, like, just everything we were doing, we couldn't really stretch out. And it's like, oh, well, that's why this show's... It's going to be a TV show that'll run for 15 years yeah. mm. because there's a ton of stuff you can do that's just like, oh, here's a little episode and we'll yeah. have something stringing across, but mostly like everything's episodic. Um, and the movie becomes sort of episodic at a certain point. It, uh, I think it, one thing that works really well is the juxtaposition of this crazy surgery they have to do and these guys yeah. just letting off steam and being right. real ass people outside yeah. of that. Yeah. That works super well. You're right. That's true. I think they could. I think they actually could have heightened some of the surgery yeah. to make that even work. To better. make that work, yeah, and mm -hmm. and to show them being really heroic be yeah. and to like hammer that home a little yeah. bit more because mm -hmm. it is incredible what they do. Yeah. Oh yeah. What did you think about the Dave Chappelle thing, by the way? Uh, I, I I was I don't know I I was I found some things really funny and other things I was like I don't 
I don't know where you're coming from on that. Yeah, that's exactly. There was a big exactly. part where he was kind of defending uh, Louis C.K. Yeah, uh, and his main point was that they were in his hotel room. Uh huh. It was him masturbating. Right. And then he said, "Like, where's the harm?" Like, well. Well, that's all, like that's also why we don't we have like laws where you just don't expose yourself and like yeah. he also was very like he I, he also defended Kevin Hart. And again, I, I like Kevin Hart. I'm not whatever, but he the way he did it was so selective. He was like, oh, he had these four tweets, and I was like, and again, and it he, wasn't funny. And that weren't funny. Exactly, it wasn't yeah. funny. And then I was also like, well, you're leaving off a lot of other shit that he said. Yeah. I yeah, mean, and, even, and I mean, he recorded before, but like Kevin Hart just basically did it again with Little Nas X. Yeah. Like trying to like, when he was asked like in an interview, they were both at like about coming out, and Kevin Hart kind of just like jumped in and was like, "He's gay, so what?" And it's like, well, let him tell a story because yeah. he's a rapper, so it's like a huge fucking thing in that community. Yeah. For him to do this, so mm-hmm. it's like not a so what because it's important. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was weird. There was some really funny stuff that I really did think was good and then other things I was like and I love Dave Chappelle I've seen him live and I was like it's weird to me that this is a this is the hill that you want to die on well I don't think it's the hill he's going to die on and I think it's super important for him to be able to do that like yeah. that's yeah. what comedians should be able to do yeah, right is really really push up against yeah the I edge just wish that's it what was, it's for that's what it's for I just wish it was a little funnier yeah yeah I, I didn't it, it didn't get me I'm sure it got a lot of people though you know and yeah. it, yeah. He's a powerful, powerful comedian, yeah. for sure. He really is. He really is. MASH should have been funnier. If you well, want if, I mean, I, again, they didn't need to get away with this in 1970. Right. Exactly, yeah. But is it, as an audience, as somebody, we're looking back on these movies, yeah. and as somebody in 2019 looking back right. on it, it just, I, it just isn't, it just isn't funny enough to justify it. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's also over two hours. Yep. Yeah. I don't um, should we move on to our other war movie? Patton. The Whitner. I finished that this morning. Over three hours. Yeah. Patton. Pat- or two hours, 50 minutes, I think. Yes, two hours, two hours 50 minutes, yeah. Uh, I same, l- same amount of time as It Chapter 2. I know oh, that. Really? <laughs> Guys, I'm not going to see It Chapter 2. I made a decision. I'm not going to see it. Well, you it. don't like horror movies anyway. I don't like horror movies anyway, although I did like... Like, like the first yeah, one. Like, first it was good. fine. Yeah. But then the reviews of this one, coupled with the fact that it's two hours it's and 15 minutes, I'm not going to do yeah. that. Which I, was, is so I was honestly shocked when I saw the runtime. And my girl's in yeah. it, too. You know how I love Chastain. Yeah. Billy Hates, my and, guy. And, and, and my boyfriend, James McAvoy. And Bill Friggin' Hater. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to see it. Are you going to see it? No. I don't see movies. Yeah, he doesn't go to movies. Oh, so that's right. like, well, this, what a this good guest we've got. This is like the most movies he's probably seen in a. TV I watch a lot of movies at I home. I'm so <laughs> sorry that we that you did you pick 1970 or did you pick yes. that for him? No, he picked 1970. I he had three year choices. Are and there, so is many there choices. a reason you picked this year? Um, we should ask people that up top. Is why they picked it? Yeah. Uh, well, I had already seen Five Easy Pieces and loved it, so I kind of glommed onto that. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Because you kind of are a little bit of like a what was his name? A, a Bobby? Bobby. You're a little bit of a Bobby. A Bobby? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a Bobby. Yeah. Hmm. Remember Oops. when... <laughs> uh, uh, poor Amanda. 
<laughs> Remember earlier <laughs> when you got here and you just started berating me for being yeah. Shush. shitty Shut up. bowling? And then like, yeah. and then like, <laughs> Shut up. And, then and like, I was like, do you, do, can I, can you get anything? We should also, you were like, put that fucking piece of chicken between your knees. <laughs> yeah. We should also point out this was like, we were supposed to record this before. But Kurt was like, give me just a second, and said he was going to use the bathroom, and he got in a fucking truck. <laughs> yeah. Went to he, Alaska. He left for like four days. We were like, yeah. Kurt. Yeah. I got to say, though, I figured some stuff out about myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's important. Well, that's I, what we all care about. I really, I, I know I said earlier, uh, I had some opinions about what maybe was my favorite one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think Patton was really fucking good. I wow. Think it, Disagree. You didn't like I it. I actually like it a lot, too. I think it, I think it really works. And I think it's almost all because of George C. Scott. He's so goddamn good. I can't good. tell if he's good or bad. I think oh, he no, he's really good. He won, right? He won Best Actor, yes. He deserved I think that. I think that opening really works. And yeah, I the think opening is great. I think that's crazy that it works, because it seems like if I it's wrote a that in a screenplay, someone would be like, yeah, no, no, no. That's a huge There's move. no way we're just do- opening with like a four-minute monologue yeah, no, on I an agree. American flag. Like, no, what an right insane out. character to play. Like it's a bonkers. This it's it's a bonkers character. To yeah, play, for sure. But a really beautiful like he has he's just hundred percent duality. Yeah. yeah. I mean he. What does when the guy he, say? He says, um, "I do this job because I was trained to. You do it because you, you love it. You yeah. love it. Yeah. Who, and he's also I think really good. Yeah, I like that guy. Um, Carl Malden. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, he was, was in. Um, oh my God! I know. I know, I just figured out how I know him from hearing that that name. He's fucking in Streetcar, isn't Streetcar. he? Streetcar. Yeah, he's Mitch. Mm-hmm. And he's in On the Waterfront. Um, and I thought he was one of the better performances of all the movies I watched and was somehow not nominated for Best Supporting Actor that year. So and I was good. like, he's... Like, there's only two really good performances in this movie. Like, everybody else is kind of fine, like, just does their job. He kind of tied that movie together. But, like, I think they're both great in it. Yeah. Um, that scene where uh, Patton is with a wounded soldier and he cries with him. Yeah. And then immediately gets up and berates a soldier for crying. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is that when he slaps the guy? An incredible scene. And he has yes, to and he has to apologize for. It. And then later on, he's in the battlefield and he gives that the sweet soldier who just got done with hand-to-hand combat, fighting for his life, and just kisses him on the forehead and then goes away and is a brutal mm-hmm. son of a bitch. Yeah. Crazy. I just couldn't. I was like, I literally wrote, I can't tell for this performance. When he goes, really? God, I hate the twenty. God, how I hate the twentieth century. Because he's so infatuated with uh, reincarnation the ancient, and, and the ancient warfare. I think that's yeah. so fascinating. Like not just George C. Scott. I think that's fascinating about Patton that he yeah. was like this like crazy like thing about like military history. Yeah. Like he's like the Carthaginians, blah 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 blah. Like yeah. and he's uh, he's so comfortable in all that stuff, and then yeah. he'll get up on a barrel and direct traffic as well. Yeah. Super um, fascinating. I just wish it was more. I get. I. I. And I know. And he's World War Two. And I thought it would be more interesting. I was a little bit like, or maybe part of it was because I was like, I know how this ends. Right. <laughs> I don't win. Know. I also. I was just a little bit. And, and part of that too is. And I. And to be fair, yeah. part of that was. I was watching it, and then would I like? I. I think I knew it was long, but I didn't know quite how long. Right. And then I paused it to do something, and I was like, "Oh wow, I'm 40 minutes into this. I yeah. still have over two hours." Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's tough. I watched most of it last night and had to finish it this morning. Yeah. Um, I don't know because I don't honestly going back know enough. It feels, and there's another movie that I watched from this year that I'll talk about also that did the same thing. It feels like this was probably kind of more recent, like to have like. The German speaking German subtitled. Yeah. Hmm. It feels like probably 
this movie was made five years earlier. They're just like British guys yeah, British that guys. are German. Yeah. For sure. Um, so that seemed like it was kind of cool and something mm-hmm. that was like, this is a step forward. Um, I also thought there's not a ton of like actual like war in the movie. Well, when there is, it doesn't work because we don't care about, it's not like it's, I think I'm used to like the world of Saving Private Ryan where I've, I already know the people that are involved in right. the... But I do feel like... Or it's also so close up. Yeah, but it's I do just, feel like the like war scenes, for me, though, is probably still a step up over what it was. Yeah. Um, like the flamethrower and stuff like that yeah. feels like that's more realistic than just uh, probably what a lot of World War II era films were kind yeah. of filmed as. I think they, they're... Again, this is a transition. But, right. But this is a transition, but it's difficult because there's nobody that, that we... Nobody is in danger that we really know or care about. And hmm. it's unlike in the Omaha Beach scene, like, it's, right. it's just such a the, the classic example of the hmm. best, you know, scene ever and more. There's so many close-ups on thing. It's, uh-huh. it's everything is, be, is from far away. Right. Well, we get a little bit of that in this. I mean, they did, they kind of, but it's always after the fact. Like, we, yeah. we kind of explore the battlefield and all the maim that's there af- yeah. afterwards. But you know, you're right, not in the You know who wrote the screenplay? Um, Francis Ford Coppola. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, I love the caviar bit when they're sitting with the Russians. And he and just like kind of looks at him. And he and looks at him and the guy like puts it back down. And that's uh, Right after that is a great thing and too. And there's a great thing between him and the Russian commander. He's a son of a bitch. I'm not drinking like, with him. Yeah. You're a son of a bitch. I'll drink to that. I'll drink to yeah. that. And then I do the thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot of soliloquies though in this movie too. Mm-hmm. A lot of people just talking. There was a line in it. that. Talking about, I just was like, this didn't happen. You're you're paying such a close right. attention to history. There's no way that you're like, well, God knows, but it, like whatever the fuck right. it is, and it's not just Patton. There it's were like five other people. The, it's just heightening the the yeah. story and the style. Yeah, sure, you can do that when it's not three hours long. Come yeah. at me, make it into, you know what I'm do saying? Do you like Shakespeare plays? <laughs> I do, but that's like why five hours. <laughs> to, I love Shakespeare plays, but gen, that's why generally I don't like movies that are I don't like plays Shakespeare plays being adapted into movies I love it when movies dip into that and then come back out like this one did yeah not into it yeah I I, I like it too I just was like maybe not it was so rooted in I don't know because it was a real story maybe Mm. that I was just like I'm not buying this because everything it felt like there was a lot of other painstaking attention to detail Mm -hmm. about you know the, where he went and the stuff and like like the German spoke German yeah. and whatever the whole thing I just liked all this stuff with just like Kurt was saying like with the duality of him like I just like I thought it was interesting this guy who was this great military mind yeah that just couldn't play the politics at all so kept just mm-hmm. like even when he's speaking to like a bunch of British women he like keeps saying something that's like yeah. fuck something up and like now and that was kind of the driving point at the end the German yeah. soldier at the end is Looking at his picture and being like, uh, "Yeah, his, he, I think he, he doesn't say duality, but it's the same thing. He's like, the, he's Another he's going to win this week. war, and the lack of war is going to kill yeah. him. Yeah, what an interesting duality. Well, yeah. that's and that and Rommel is an interesting. Somebody I'd like to see a fucking movie about is Rommel 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 because that guy was a fucking. What a waste. Well, just like that whole scene where he finds out Rommel wasn't actually there. Yeah. Well, yeah. that was the best. And how, like, I, I like all that stuff with, and that's why I think George C. Scott's so good in the movie is those moments of sort of like, it's like, who cares? You still won like this major battle, but like that's devastating yeah. to him. Yeah. Or later when like, 
when he's being just used as a decoy. Yeah, he hates that. And like how, in Sicily. how tough that is for him. Yeah. Yeah, he's a romantic. I, I, I would yeah. like to watch, I, I guess my, my thing is with a lot of like historical stuff, I think the scope is too big. Mm-hmm. And that's my take on this movie. I think the scope is too big. I think it's the 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 highest points for me are the little moments mm-hmm. and the like the like the speech at the beginning and like the and like the thing with the Russian and the whatever yeah the, those little when he kisses the forehead that that sort of stuff I would really like to see a movie I, I would have enjoyed more I think a movie just about him and Rommel duking it out mm. in North Africa right. It's just really drill down on that one yeah. section, it, yeah. It, really hone that in because I think and make it an hour and fifteen <laughs> minutes because I think that also yeah. would really illuminate a lot. Because I think what's fun about this, what you, I'm hearing you guys both say, is what's interesting is the is the character study of Patton, right? Right. It, it more so than uh, Bobby from Five Easy Pieces, even because he is. This is like a, the duality in this character is so yeah. fascinating. So I, if you're gonna drill down on that and and that personality. And, and, and that character study, it doesn't matter. I don't care that he like what he did in Europe. Right. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care what he did in an individual. I don't care about following. Yeah, you want to see whatever. him as a person. I yeah. want to see him as a person. I want. I don't care about the plot points. And again, that's like uh, more of that through line of uh, rebelling against the stuffy older generation. That's what made in this movie. That's what made right. Patton yep. so effective. Yeah, because yeah. he had new ways of doing things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do, it's well made. It yeah. just is. I I just think it could have done. It would have benefited from a narrowing of scope. There was a friggin' intermission. Yes. Yeah. What I love that, and again, we have to remember that this is 1970. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, different... there was an intermission. This, one of my very favorite movies of all time is The Sound of Music, mm-hmm. and that movie is fucking three hours long, and there's yeah. an intermission on all of this shit. Yeah. But sure, there's but... enough that it merits mm. it. But you know, they should they should they should have them still. It too should have an intermission. Yeah, probably. I know. Guys. Hateful Eight had one. Yeah, and by and the, the way, it was the road great. show version did. God, I loved. I saw fucking Hateful Eight two times in the theaters. That's how much I love that movie. That's and the weird. second time, I love Tarantino. You know, I know, but that's not. The second yeah. time I saw it, I saw it at <laughs> the New Bev. At I saw a Tarantino uh-huh. movie at a tar- at Tarantino's yeah. theater, mm-hmm. and there was a great intermission. And I chatted around I me mean, with everybody. I love intermission. I love it. You can she talk to people around you. You're like, what do you think? How's the coffee? I got, I got more milk duds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, there was a line in the movie that I thought, like, weirdly, like, 50 years later, it's like, oh, that still fucking works. Um, when they're talking about, like, the Nazis and the people, and they're like, well, yes. it's sort of similar to America, like, yeah. where someone's, like, a Democrat or... Because he keeps Republican. around the people who kind of run the infrastructure yeah. who are and Nazis. He, yeah, and he, like, gets in trouble for it, for saying that, which, of course, he got in trouble for saying, but it's like, well, I mean... It's not totally wrong. No. Like, you know, they, they talk just about, had like, more the good German. Views. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are we putting Nazis <laughs> on this podcast? No, 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 no. We're Is inciting not, But I'm saying people that, like, you know, like, people always used to get on, like, Schwarzenegger because his father was, like, in the Nazi party. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, but how is that different than looking, like, maybe our grandchildren will look back and be like, wait, great-grandpa voted for fucking Donald Trump? Yeah. Like, in... Might not. Be, I mean, he obviously has not exterminated six million people, so there's a worse to it. But there is like yes. a, there yes. were two or three like parties to vote for. Yeah. You know, um, in, your, in the future, is this your great grandchild that's saying that? And are no, they saying mine. that about you? It's mine. Oh, they're all friends. About? Yeah. Oh, okay. They're okay. friends. Yeah. My, no, his is yeah. His is saying it to about mine. his. Yeah. 
What a gift that you guys have that you can see the how the future is going to play out. It's a yeah. ma- it's a male thing. No, yeah. I get it. I, I yeah. get it. Oh. Um, Damn this uh, vagina! Oh, which, uh, <laughs> which by the way, Meg, uh, uh, we were meaning to tell you three weeks ago we got some bad news from your doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Stop laughing, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I'm a beer. Before we move on to any other movies from the year, let's rank the nominees. Yay, it's my favorite part. So, Kurt, from five to one, which is the better one? Uh, five, five is what the lowest. What do you fucking think, Kurt? One. Well, what is the winner? Number one. Well, five's, that's four more points. Okay. So one number one or number. So you're five. gonna tell me the worst first. Mm. <sighs> Nash is the worst. Okay. Um, and then I'm gonna go. Let's let's bounce back and forth. I'm gonna tell you the best next. No, no. Now you're gonna do four. I have to do four. Yeah, yes. you do. Yeah. It's easier for me to think about. I don't oh, care. I don't give the a fuck. opposition. That's not how we do it. Oh my so. god! And by the way, I would have let him Shoot. do it. This is why we are yeah. a good team because yeah. I would have let him do it because I have a soft spot for Kurt. Mm. And you were like. No. no. Why is that? Why can't yeah, I do it that way? Yeah, it's just how we do things here, so. Yeah. It's our podcast. Don't, by the way, don't question him. It is our podcast. Yeah, when we're on your Creepers, podcast Creepers. about, like, rock climbing or whatever, like, mm-hmm. we'll do it your way. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's called, it's called Rock Talk. <laughs> <laughs> rock Talk Jayhawk. <laughs> and it's spelled with both, there's a W. In R-A-W-K. Rock Talk. Yeah. Uh, T-A-W-K. Yeah. Um, okay. Second, this is, I need to look at a list then. Because I was five, talking about it five movies. Yeah, there's five movies. And if you already know okay. number one, so, then guess what? There's only so three. So your other choice are Love Story, Airport, Five Easy Pieces, and Patton. Patton. Okay. Love Story uh-huh. is number four. Yep. Five Easy Pieces. Okay. Mm. He's, he's, uh, he's stimpling his hands, for those of you who can't see. Patton was number <laughs> one. Patton's one, so that means airports, number two. Hmm. Looks like I found a way around the system. <laughs> <laughs> Mego. This is actually really hard. Yeah. Are you going by Mego now? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I've always called her Mego. <laughs> okay. Like, like when, like this guy, wants, Meg and I, like when we were like right out of college, like a road living in New York, and this man like, Picked her up and like started just like sprinting away with her, and I was like, "Let go, my Mego." That's, that's kind of how it Is that where all that whole thing came from? Yeah, wow. she was. Uh, and then I was she in got captivity for, for six months. Yeah, so like, you know, Elizabeth Smart esque yeah. amount yeah, of time. It was uh, good I for still, you. You I probably learned a lot about yourself. About it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, five is, is definitely. <laughs> five is definitely Mash. Interesting. M yeah, star Mash S A star S star S. What are you trying to say? <laughs> are you I, asking for help? I, that's my, yeah. well, he brought up the whole captivity thing. Um, and then I think four is love story. Mm-hmm. So far we're right on the, I know. right on the button. This is actually really hard. It's going to change though soon, I can tell. You have to look at a list. It's only five movies. <laughs> I, I'm just thinking. I'm looking at my notes. List. I'm looking at my notes. Oh, God. I, I didn't love any of these movies. So yeah, No, I understand. It's harder when you don't It's harder movies. when I don't yeah. love any of them. So three is going to be five easy pieces. Mm-hmm. Wow. Two is going to be Patton, and one's going to be your Oh, uh, shoot. <laughs> Interesting. And I stick by that because if I'm going to... Listen, here's the truth. 
If I'm going to watch these movies again, Airport again before anything, I will watch Airport again. I understand why Patton won. That's fine, but I liked Airport. I laughed. Craig, I was about to ask you Mm -hmm. if you, in like a hypothetical situation, yeah, if you were given these five movies Uh and you had to rank them from best to worst, (laughs) Uh how would you how would you rank them? Well, I would rank them from worst to best. So you can't do that. (laughs) You can't do that. (laughs) Nice try. Um, I actually have Love Story Five. Um, I think that I think I think that movie's even worse than either of you do. Wow! I think it's a pretty bad. Movie. Definitely not worse than Mash. Um, There's not a lot that's worse. Than I have Airport Four. You have Mash higher than Airport. Yes. You didn't Are like you Airport. High? No. I would. I mean, Airport. I think is an enjoyable watch, but I think it's an enjoyable bad movie. No. I think it's bad. Disagree. But it's fun. But it's not good. Mm. Um, and you're not gonna, you're still not gonna be happy with me because I have five easy pieces. Three, I have Mash two, wow. because I do actually think the stuff in, I think a lot of stuff in Mash does not work at all anymore. And like I said, I think it becomes a TV show. But the stuff I like about Mash, like I like better than anything in those other three. You movies. and I have never disagreed more than on this. But Patton, I think, is number one. And I don't love Patton, but I think it's above and beyond any of the other movies in this year mm. for me. And I don't, I mean, I would not, I would say of the best picture winners we've watched, it's probably pretty low on the list for me, but it's still way better than any of these other movies. This is a, not a good year. No, it was not a good year. <laughs> you should, <laughs> um, you picked a bad year. And I, I'm fine with that because we were going to do it yeah, eventually. Yeah. I did watch a couple other movies from the year. Did you guys... Want to talk about anything else from No, Maddie wanted me to watch Little Big Man, and I'm going to let you talk about it. Yeah. So... I just poured this for you. I already Okay. So Little Big Man is a film. Um, It opens. Dustin Hoffman is 121 years old. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And he is recounting his time. Basically, he was the only white man to survive Custer's last stand. And it's a very, that's a very uncomfortable sequence too because it's so close on him. Yeah. Um, so basically, it's, a, it's, it's like Forrest Gump meets Benjamin Button, mm-hmm. but if all of it took place like in the mid-19th century. Yeah. Um, and it's not good. Um, <laughs> It's crazy. It's also like a weird tone movie. Most of it seems to be almost like high comedy. Like Faye Dunaway plays like a preacher's wife who's mm-hmm. sleeping with the soda shop owner and later you meet her again and she's a literal like whore. Like she is a sex worker working in a bordello later wow. on in the movie. Wow, wow, um, wow, wow, wow. And Dustin Hoffman plays, he's almost like a man child for most of it. Yeah. Um, also, the first half of the movie is basically just narration, him playing 121 years old, doing <laughs> old man voice, narrating his story. Um, and then there's a Which scene where he, he kind of goes back and forth. So he's raised by Native Americans, leaves them. He's got this multiple scenes with Wild Bill Hick- Hickok. He's there when he dies. Oh, my God. From... Um Deadwood? Yeah, it's not Keith Carradine though. From does he de- history. does he does he get <laughs> does he get shot in the back? He does. By, but by Garrett I don't Dillahan? think he's playing poker at the time, so he doesn't have the dead man's hand, which is I think I mean it might be apocryphal, but it's mm-hmm. it's similar to uh, in the in the most recent version of the Alamo that they made with Patrick Wilson. Mm-hmm. Growing up in Texas, we learn that at the Alamo There's no basement. Colonel Travis drew a line in the sand with his sword. 
and said, you know, those who want to stay, walk across the line. Those who want to go, because we're probably going to get slaughtered because there's like 150 of us are welcome to go home. Like everyone walks across the line. And they didn't put that in the movie. It's like, whether that happened or not, it's taught in history classes. You have to put that in the yeah. fucking movie. And by like the way, James, that's so good. Like James really Bowie good. had been shot, or Sam Bowie, one of the Bowies, um, had been shot, and they, so he's bedridden, and they carry the bed across the line. No it's like, you have to put all that in the movie. That's really good. Like, what's more movie that's than so that? That's so dramatic. Anyway, yeah. so similarly, in this, it's like, well, everyone knows about the dead man's hand. Like, why is he not playing cards like, mm. in this movie? Um, Interesting bit of L.A. history. Uh, the Autry Museum has, mm-hmm. if you ever want to go see it, one of Wild Bill's Colts. Oh, cool. Really? One of his actual revolvers no. is in there. Go on. Great. Right by the zoo. Mm-hmm. You can go there, and then you can go to the zoo. You yeah. can take the colt, go shoot an animal. We get it. You That's guys know for. where things in Los yeah. Angeles are. 405, 101. There's like this weird orgy scene <laughs> take in the, the film where he like, has sex with like five Native American women of questionable age. Mm. There's definitely some red face in the They're, film. They were too old. Yeah. Um, right, <laughs> but then there's a scene where like one That's of the like there's there's a character named Sunshine who's one of the Native Americans that she gets gunned down by Custer and it becomes very dramatic all of a sudden you're like well what is this movie what is going on and then it kind of becomes a revenge story where he's going to try and kill Custer because what else was they, from that year because they killed so I watched that she, they what I Sunshine? wanted to watch yeah what I wanted to watch was this movie Women in Love which Glenda Jackson won Best Actress for. It was the only director nominated. It was a Ken Russell movie that wasn't a Best Picture nominee, but I couldn't find it. Um, Don't worry about it. I can tell you all about it. Women in Love. Bitches, right? Yeah, bitches. Mm -hmm. Count it. Um, The other movie I watched was Tora, Tora, Tora. Right. Which is Is that the sequel to Tora, Tora? uh It's actually kind of an interesting companion piece to Patton because it's all about the bombing oh. of Pearl Harbor. And it similarly like has about half the movie is like the Japanese and they're speaking in Japanese. So it's like, oh, so I guess we had kind of hmm. shifted to this being okay yeah. for the movie goer. Oh, that's interesting. It's, it's rated G. Why so is it it's called? Very, oh, really? Yeah. So it's very different than About Patton. the bombing of Pearl Harbor yeah. and it's rated G. Yeah. Do, how, well, how is that? Do they just not show any warfare? Is it all They about do, the, but it's all very much just like explosion on the ship deck. There's no... Gotcha. I think there's almost... There may not be any blood. It's just very movie. impersonal. Yeah. yeah. Um, the... Things I, I heard up from the Tora, 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 and I thought you were going to be like the sequel to Fiddler on the Roof. Yeah. <laughs> um, the one inter- the really interesting thing about the movie is the U.S. fucked up like a ton leading into Pearl Harbor mm-hmm. is kind of like the thing. Yeah. It very much reminds me of the whole like, well, there was a memo about Al Qaeda attacking America before 9/11 that kind of got ignored. Yeah, there was a memo. like. There's literally scenes where the. Like, they're calling from a viewpoint being like, there looks like there's a giant cluster of planes flying this way. And they're yeah. like, it's fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, did that happen? Because that seemed bad. That, seemed that was bad like the one happened. thing actually that I thought was, uh, so I had never, sorry, this is a sidebar, but I had never watched, um, what is it? Who did the Pearl Harbor with uh, Ben Affleck and Josh Hartnett? Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba Gooding Jr. Was it Jerry Bruckheimer or something? Yeah, okay. uh, Michael Bay. Michael Bay. So I'd never seen that movie and that was on TV the other yeah. day and I was like, well, let me just like take a gander. Yeah. I'm Less of a love, no real love triangle on tour. No, no, tour, no, tour. no love triangle. Yeah. But I will say they do a good job of that in the beginning. I know from my own research, but they do a good job of that in the beginning of being like, oh, there was a cable that came yeah. in just like literally like right. two minutes after. Right. You know, the other thing is like the Japanese were basically going to declare war and that was supposed to come in 
like an hour and a half before, mm -hmm. and it actually came in like 25 minutes after the attack or something, mm -hmm. which yeah. was against the Geneva Convention and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, it's not a great movie, but I mean, I guess it's interesting historically. What is the title mm -hmm. referring to? Tor 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 was the attack code for the Japanese. Oh. To, like, Seems like they could have cut that down a little bit. So those are the two movies I watched. You know what I really... Tora 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 maybe throw in as a nominee just based on the seven movies I watched over something else, but it's not, it's not better than that. Can I tell <laughs> you my idea for a um, screenplay? And somebody's going to hear this and now take it and yeah. it's going to be like, ruined. Right. Don't take this idea. Yeah, this is listening. Megan's. Me copyright Megan Murphy, 2019. Okay. So have you heard of um, this thing called The Incident at Nihau? No. Okay. It's fascinating to me. Yeah. So... Nihau, I learned the, a few years ago, mm -hmm. I went to Hawaii for the first time. I went to Kauai, mm -hmm. which is like the one on the, it's the, far, it's the Garden Isle. It's the one that's like furthest away from all the, the other islands. So there's a little teeny, an, another one of the Hawaiian islands, even smaller, is you can see it from Kauai and it's called Nihau. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, locals only. You can't like you can't go visit yeah. there. Um, and they're, they like don't speak English and they don't have running water or right. electricity or like, and it's like, whatever. But they have their own, they're part of the United States, but not really, whatever. So apparently after the attack at Pearl Harbor, one of the Japanese planes crash landed on Nihau, but nobody on Nihau knew right. that anything had happened because they don't have electricity or yeah. like any sort of whatever. So they sort of, anyway, you can do your own reading on it, but they basically, like, they do not take kindly to outsiders. So they took this guy into custody and then uh, on, the, like, one jail on the island, and then he escaped and took a bunch of um, hostages uh, from the Nihau population. And they oh, eventually, shit. I'm not going to give away what happens, but it's, no, like, what very happens? interesting. Megan, write it up. Who are you going to get to play the Nihau people? The Rock. He'll just play <laughs> all of them. All of them. Just like the Oompa Loompas in Roman the Reigns. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll just, yeah. we'll just one guy. One guy, and we we can just CGI everybody else, right? What can I say? I mean, you're welcome. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to think of other. He's not even Hawaii, and he's Samoan, but yeah. Um, He'll it'll do, right? Yeah, be fine. It'll do big. Yeah. It'll do. <laughs> Kurt, uh, have you seen any movies in the theater in 2019? Do you have a favorite? Um, we I saw... I, this, but you don't, uh, I noticed you have Free Solo, but that was 2018, so you can't use that again. That might be the most recent movie I've seen in theaters. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, great. Wow. Glad we had you. Meg, you want to talk about The Farewell? Yeah. Um, didn't you mention it last time? Did I? Maybe. I don't remember. But you didn't like it as much as you wanted to? Yep, I guess I did. Yeah. It's not very good. I was, I guess I went in with like really, everybody was so in love with it and I went in with pretty high expectations yeah. and I was surprised by how... Well, you don't like a, like women-centered story. Yeah, I know. Like you've been texting me every single day. Gives since, me a man. Since Venice and you've been like, can't mm -hmm. wait for Joker. <laughs> <laughs> Joker's my film. <laughs> this That's is a, a me this, movie, this baby. This is a me movie. This feels like my story. Problematic white people. Yeah. Um, I will tell you, uh, I think my favorite movie is, I don't think, my favorite movie is still Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but... Um, <laughs> The silly movies that I've seen this year mm -hmm. have been, like, way more fun than, like, and better made than, yeah. like, The Farewell. Like, literally, Crawl is yeah. maybe my third favorite movie after mm -hmm. Booksmart. But I'll tell you, another movie that I really enjoyed that I saw in theaters this week was Ready or Not. 
I loved Ready or Not. It was a blast. It's a corker. It it's is. Fun. There's some things that are wrong with it, but yeah. the but there's some really fun stuff, and the ending, without giving anything away, Terrific. was a fucking riot. Yeah. I was like, this what a blast! Is, what a blast! She's great. She's Mara amazing. Yep. Um, Annie McDowell's amazing. Mm-hmm. Even I mean, Adam Brody's good. Um, I liked. Uh, I'm gonna say his name oh. probably Henry Cherney, who plays the father. Yep. I loved him. And the, and the best sister. was the sister. The yeah. sister was absolutely. I laughed out yeah. loud at her a bunch. Yeah. Somebody the other day, oh, Shane, was saying, our friend Shane, was, like, going to the Alamo Draft House for the first time, and he said, we're going to see Ready or Not, and he and he goes, which I just read a review or whatever, saying it was the worst movie, like, of the past 10 years or whatever, and I was like, oh, I'm here to tell you that is patently untrue. Like, <laughs> who wrote that? Who wrote that? Like, they've, there's a lot of movies that they haven't seen. Is this seen the then. only movie they've seen in the last <laughs> 10 years, so they mean it's also the best and worst And worst? Film? Yeah. <laughs> Because that is a fun movie. I yeah. thought it was fun. I thought, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is also my favorite yeah. style, but yeah. Right but if that. it's really hot where you are right now, yeah. and you're like, I cannot, I don't have air conditioning, and I can't keep sitting in my car with the garage door closed and the yeah. car running, yeah. then I strongly suggest, like, go to your local Cinemaplex. Check Craig. it out. It's like an hour and a half. Yeah. You'll be in, you'll be out, you'll yeah. be cool when you leave. Yeah, it'll be nice and cool. Get yourself a, get, get peanut butter M&M's, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then get a hot bag of popcorn and then you pour some of those M&M's <laughs> Oh, in shit. There. And then you eat that and then you watch Ready or Not. Like, you'll have a time. Yeah. By the way, this episode was brought to you by Ready or Not. <laughs> they gave us $200,000. Yeah. I wish they would. <laughs> also uh, brought to you by Peanut Butter M&M's and Hot Popcorn. Not a specific um, just just popcorn. popcorn. It was also brought to you by Mothers Against Mash. <laughs> <laughs> um, Moms. Kurt, do you have anything you'd like, you'd mams, like, mams. Do you have anything you like to plug? Yeah. I have an animated sketch show called Alone Time Club. Has it started? Keep talking. Tell us more. Tell us more. <laughs> Has it started yet? Uh, not coming quite soon. yet, but coming extremely coming soon, soon. Yeah, I mean it's done. I just did the final uh, color grading pass, and that's it. It's done. So, Where can we find this? AloneTimeClub.com. Oh, has its yeah. own website. Which is an uh, my bro is helping me out. It's like an you remember Home Star Runner? Yeah. How it's kind of just an interactive Do comedy I rabbit hole. Do I Star Runner? <laughs> yes. Do I? Yes. Mm-hmm. Megan and I were in college in the early 2000s. <laughs> we remember Home Star Runner. Mm-hmm. So it's a little like that, like just an interactive kind of comedy rabbit hole mm-hmm. um, based around uh, an animated sketch show. Well, Kurt's very good at animation. So yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you did a good job. Good job. Okay. Do you want to tell them about the, um, <laughs> the about the, um, What's the banjo, the banjo drum? The band drum. The band drum, yeah. The band drum is a uh, video I made maybe four years ago. It's really great, though. Um, about a, a revolution that I started in the... Music world. In the folk music world, the bluegrass yeah. world, and it changed a lot of lives, so... Yeah. Please just Google, you could probably just Google band drum. Google band drum. Yeah. Yep, it'll yeah. come up. It'll come yeah. up. Life-changing stuff. Yeah. Amazing. Meg, anything to plug? Um, I think I'm going to be on Single Parents in two weeks. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's the first episode or maybe the second, but it starts in like a week, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's pretty, it's actually not, it's like a fun show. So, you know, watch it and follow me at Murphy Megan on Instagram and Too Many Megans 
on uh, on the Twitter on the Twitter and rate and review us. Rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, so it really does. It's a very fun thing and is helpful. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I would appreciate it. Yeah. Guys, and if you want to tweet at me your favorite Ali McGraw outfit in love, love. Uh, Please do. You can tweet it at love story at our Twitter at the Oscar should and Megan uh, at also at too many Megan. So. She'll respond to you specifically. Yeah. That also, I want to plug. Also, one last thing I want to plug. Yeah. Um, I want to plug uh, the the UK version of Love Island, specifically season five. Um, I'd, I'd love to talk to anybody. Are about you caught that. up now? Yeah, I've watched forty nine. Well, fifty episodes, counting the reunion. Yeah. And they're each an hour long. Yeah. So. So now what are you gonna do? I don't know. There's Kill myself. New British Baker. You know what I yeah, think you I've should watched, do? I'm caught up on that too, though. I think you should start. A Squarespace website because Squarespace it lets you make your own website no, starting no. out for free and you can really express yourself. <laughs> Although I will say my brother-in-law works for Squarespace, so <laughs> it's, it's kind of okay that way. Can we get them to buy some ad space? I don't think he's well, a Hello, software developer mm, for it. So if you ask me, HelloFresh is <laughs> the perfect way to figure stuff out like this because you can do it with your family. Kurt, you're giving yeah. it away Kurt. for free. <laughs> yeah, Kurt please, Kurt. Kurt, please don't do that. Casper I mean, mattresses well, have you in there. Kurt. Kurt. <laughs> lie down on a Casper mattress. Hey, Craig. Please wear me undies. Do you have anything <laughs> to plug for? microbial. <laughs> why not? Why not flip it back to um, what's it? What was the original one? The monkey. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. Monkey. Those oh, guys. Um, what was that? That was Mailchimp. always on cereal. Mailchimp. 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 Yeah. Mailchimp. Yeah. yeah. Use your Mailchimp. Yeah. Craig, do you have anything to plug? Um. You can read my uh, kind of more upstate modern movie reviews at uh, my re- web my website, which uh, is Craig's Film Rankings. What's number two and three right now? Dot Squarespace. Uh, it's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Her Smell, and Game. Oh, are my top three. I listen. Mine is Booksmart and Crawl. So. Yeah, <laughs> I have. I mean, Booksmart's in the top ten. Crawl's in the top twenty. Um, okay. You can also follow us on Instagram at the Oscar should have gone to. Um, next episode, we will be doing 1978. So that's also honestly not a year I'm super looking forward Stuck to. Stuck in the 70s. Um, so we'll see. Too but it's an unmarried woman coming home, Midnight Express, Heaven Can Wait, and the winner was The Deer Hunter, which we briefly oh, discussed shit. previously on this podcast. Um, but yeah, we will uh, talk to you guys in a couple weeks. See you then. Not Thank really. You. No, but yeah. here, here, hey, hey, smell you then. Thanks, listening. Thanks, <laughs> listening. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you had a good time. 